What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm your host, and we're here on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can listen online, listen on your mobile device, in your car, or you can even ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 Radio. To learn more and get a full schedule, go to dreamvision7radio.com and evolve with us as we unite humankind with universal love. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here with you on this beautiful spring day here in New England, and I can't wait to introduce my guest to you. And before we get started, I wanted to just talk a little bit about our theme for today. We're going to talk a little bit about overcoming and conquering. We're going to talk a lot about that, actually. And I love this as a theme because there's just so many ways that you can branch off and go with that. And in this day and age, I feel like we really need to be better overcomers, right? There's so much coming at us all the time. We've got to learn and we've got to start to retrain our brain and our stories to look for what, well, of course, what's good, but also to look for what's most important for us. And believe it or not, there's ways that you can retrain your brain to do that because as you know, we're automatically programmed to look for what's not good, right? To look for the negative as a way to keep us safe. But we don't need that software anymore. We have outgrown that centuries ago and it's time to learn to rewire our brains with the stories that we're telling on a daily basis. The ones that we don't even realize we're telling are the most important ones to uncover and discover as you do this work. And as you know, um, based on my book, Tell a New Story, and all the stories that we're telling ourselves and others that no longer serve us. So I love talking about that. And stories pertain to all the different topics in our life, all the different things that are so important to us. And I'm super excited to introduce my guest today, Sarah Haas. She's a woman's weight release expert and a body love coach. I just love that title. She's an integrative nutrition health coach. She's a certified personal trainer, podcast host, and a speaker. And I was on her podcast recently, so definitely go over and check that out. She's fantastic. She draws on her education and personal experience as a 50-something single mom and breast cancer survivor to guide and support midlife women to become healthy, vibrant, and unapologetically confident. Her holistic approach to creating overall health integrates nutrition, body movement, self-care, self-compassion, and body love to empower, her, to empower her clients to step into the sexy, authentic, joyful life they deserve. Don't you love that, everybody? Welcome, Sarah. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much to ha for having me. I'm really excited to be here and to be able to have an awesome conversation for your community. Wonderful. Well, I know everybody's going to love what you have to say. It's so up our alley. And you and I have had many discussions and we could talk for a long time on these topics. Um, and I think it's so important. I really love the way you bring 
everything wellness and well-being. It's not just, you know, you, you hear a lot of people talk about weight loss coaches. I like the way you have phrased it, a weight release coach. Tell me why that was important to you. Well, I believe that getting healthy has to be done in a holistic way. And when women first come to me, their first words are, I need to lose weight. You know, that's what they think they need. And what they're really saying is, I want to be healthy. I want to feel good in my body. And I want to be able to do whatever I want to do in my life. And I work mostly with women around midlife age. So, you know, late 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, around those hormonal changing times. And you have not just your hormones and your body changing, but your life is changing. You know, you maybe you have kids, they're getting older, you know, <laughs> you're looking towards, you know, retirement, whatever that is. People think that when they get to a certain size or a certain number, then they can start caring about themselves and loving themselves and having happiness and joy. And really, I want to flip that script because you have to start it now where you are. You have to start realizing what an amazing, strong, accomplished woman you really are. And that's what sets all those positive actions in motion. Because instead of beating yourself up, you're uplifting yourself. And that's what creates positive action. I saw a sign once that said, floggings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> <laughs> and we think if we go around beating ourselves up day after day, that's going to motivate us. That's going to keep us accountable. And really, that's not true. It's actually the thing that holds us back. And that, and, I, and I love teaching people that, right? Because we, we don't even realize that this is going on. And I love the way you brought up that sign because it's happening so quietly inside. And until we really awaken and become aware of it, we don't even realize what some of those little stories are that we tell ourselves. And they a lot of times they re revolve around who we are, how we look, how do we feel about ourselves, especially as women. You know, young girls are brought up not to embrace who we are. We're brought up to shh, be quiet and, you know, sit like a lady and don't ruffle any feathers. You know, all these things that get stuck in our brains and affect us later on in life. And we're not even sure what it is that's making us feel stuck. But it's that very thing that you just discussed. And so that's why yeah. I absolutely love what you're doing. Yeah. And you talk so much about, you know, what is that inner story? And that's exactly what I'm trying to help women uncover. You know, we we get sort of programmed from an early age from our moms who are, you know, watching their weight and dieting and our dads who make comments about other women's bodies. And then, you know, classmates, teachers, bosses, people that were in romantic relationships, whatever, we get these messages. If you don't look a certain way, you're not enough. And we internalize those. And then that becomes our story. And we don't even realize it. And then we are literally repeating that story to ourselves every single day. Every day when you get look in the mirror, every day when you try on clothes and you don't like how you look, every day when you're in pictures or you know, now that it's summer, I'm hearing so many people worried about wearing shorts and, and short sleeves and bathing suits. And it's just such a shame because we're wasting so much mental energy, which sucks up time in our mm -hmm. lives when we could be out there. We already are out there killing it. 
<laughs> but think what we as women could accomplish in this world if we weren't constantly beating ourselves down and basically keeping ourselves from being confident enough to go for what we want and put ourselves out there. Amen. I absolutely love that. And you said, you know, it's sucking up all this energy and this mental energy because we spend a lot of time thinking about that. Absolutely. But it's also sucking our happiness and it's sucking the joy right out of us because it's like we've got our foot on the gas and the brake at the same time, but we're going nowhere, right? It's like we want to move forward, but we've got all this stuff that we're doing that we don't even realize we're doing that's actually the brake, right? So that's why a lot of people feel like they can't, a lot of women feel like they can't move forward in their lives because of that. And, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm sure you'll agree is that these stories came into our heads like you just described when we were really young. Most of our stories get imprinted in there before we're seven years old. So we don't even really... We're not deciding, you know, it's not like we go into our closet, we're going to wear this, we're going to pick out that, or we pick out our food. For some reason, we don't pick our thoughts like that. Um, but that's really what we need to do. We need to start looking at, wait a second, I keep telling this story. It doesn't really matter where it came from, but it's interesting that most of them were, they get sticky, our brain gets sticky with the negative, And then it's like somebody put a little sticky note in there and it just stuck, you know? Yeah. And it's scientific that whatever you your brain keeps thinking creates those neural pathways and your brain's always going to take the path of least resistance. It's like if you drive home from work every day and you take the same route and sometimes you end up at home and you're like, I don't even remember driving here, you know, or, or if you're intending to go to the store first and then you totally forget and you pull up in your own driveway, that's what your brain is doing. It's, it's saving energy by going into those default pathways. And so I love what you do because you help us look in there and say, okay, what is that story? What is that basically mantra that we're repeating to ourselves over and over again that's creating the strengthening that pathway to those negative thoughts and actions? Because if you start becoming aware of it, then you can start changing it. And if you just continue telling yourself the new story, those pathways end up being the stronger and the other ones start to fade away. And then that becomes your, your autopilot, your, your baseline way of thinking. Yeah, I love that your new autopilot, you know, and I talk about it, you know, we want to get, I'd like to geek out a little bit on the neuroscience, but you know, Hebb's law, that was it's just what you're describing. Neurons that fire together, wire together. Well, what does that mean? It's, it's kind of like, if you think of it as like, I'm going to use my musical analogy, of course, a record player, an old fashioned record player where it would get stuck in the groove. And that's what happens to us. It gets stuck in that groove. But the cool thing is, as we know, because we grew up with record players, all you have to do is go over and just give it a little tap and it jumps off of that, right? And you're off that stuck groove. Because the other part of that is true, and I heard Joe Dispenza say, Dr. Joe say this one time, uh, neurons that don't, if they're not firing, if they're not firing and wiring together, if they're not firing anymore, if you're not doing that behavior anymore, they're no longer wiring. And that's the cool part, right? It's like, wait a second, I have a choice. I can decide if I like this automatic program. I like the one that takes me home quickly. I like that one. But maybe I don't like the one that says, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I need to look better in my bikini. You know, whatever. Um, especially at midlife when everything's changing around us. And so I love that. I just love because most people don't know that it is changeable. And I've had a lot of clients have aha moments where they're like, I didn't even know I could change those thoughts, right? Right. You tend to think those thoughts are you. 
that that voice is you talking to yourself, but really it's not. It's an amalgam of all these messages that you received over the years and internalized them. And what I like to point out is that anytime you're stuck in a cycle, you know, we have these thoughts that just keep going around and around this exact same pattern. (laughs) If you change the trajectory by doing one little thing different, then your circle starts to veer out in another direction. So it doesn't take making some humongous change all at once. It's not that hard. It can be one simple step, which starts to set off a domino effect and completely takes you out of that cycle. I love that. You're singing my song. I, you know, it's it's finding out what those little bad habits are so you can go in and plant some little good ones in there. And I love what you said because it's not as hard as it seems. Sometimes people become overwhelmed because they feel like there's too much they want to change. But when you focus on the tiny little minutia, you know, those little atomic habits, if you will, then they start to stack up and stack up. And, be, and then all of a sudden you you get way over here and you stop and you look back, you're like, wow. I've come a long way with that one little thing. Like you were saying to me before, you know, you teach your clients how to walk for five minutes here and five minutes there and five minutes there. And that adds up to 15 minutes a day. And then that ups to, you know, it just is a cumulative thing and it just keeps working your momentum in the right direction. Yeah. And if you think about it, if you only improved by 1% per week, 1% at the end of a year, that's 52%. And yeah. I love to ask people to imagine, okay, this time next year, if your health and your mindset was 52% better, how would that look and how would that change your life? (laughs) Because it would be amazing, right? We all want to improve by 50% in a year, you know? Yes, exactly. And it's It's totally doable. Totally doable. I love that. I just love that mindset because it puts us back in the driver's seat, right? And and that's where I think people feel like, especially with health and their bodies, somehow they feel they're disconnected from it and that they don't have control. But really we have way more control than we think because when this is okay, this is okay, right? It's all one unit. You know, and when you can focus on improving the small little steps, like you were saying, you get big change. Yeah, it's like almost fake it till you make it. Maybe your brain doesn't believe it yet. But when you just take a one small step, because your brain says, okay, that's doable. You know, maybe it's like you said, taking a five minute walk. Maybe it is making sure you drink more water throughout the day. Maybe it's, I'm going to eat a vegetable today. I'm going to make sure I get at least one vegetable. It can be a tiny thing. And your brain is like, oh, okay, that's not overwhelming. Okay, I can do that. And then you do it. And then once that becomes automatic, you can add on another small step. And then that way, it's not just overwhelming. And, you know, we get this paralysis by overwhelm when when you get like a diet book or a recipe book or some kind of workout plan or a wellness plan, and it has all these long lists of do's and don'ts and eat this, don't eat that. And you've got to work out this many times a week and all that. Our brain just says, oh my gosh, you know, how am I going to go from zero to 60 in a week? (laughs) (laughs) And it isn't doable. It isn't, it isn't sustainable. And, and we can change our brain basically by just taking that first step and just faking it till you make it because it, it, it does start to make changes. 
I love that. And really knowing what those changes are, you know, one little thing at a time, like you're saying, because that, you know, it's, it's the whole saying about eating an elephant, right? You got to just, it's just one little, one little step at a time, you know? Um, and so I, I just love your whole philosophy. And one thing you said really stuck out in my head that I'd love to elaborate, have you elaborate on. Well, you said a couple of things that were really fascinating, but, um, you talked about a little mantra. Something becomes like a little mantra because I talk a lot about that. Create a mantra that supports you, right? So, you know, maybe talk a little bit. Give us an example of some a, a little mantra that you think could help people on their journey to um, weight release. Yeah, so we don't realize it, but whatever we say to ourselves repeatedly is our mantra. So if every day you look in the mirror and say, "Ugh, I look terrible. I've really let myself go. I'm, you know, whatever, whatever goes on, you know, in your brain, then you're believing that and thoughts become actions and actions create your reality. So it starts with the thought and ends up into what you manifest in your life. And when you're trying to change your mantra, I think the thing to think about is make it realistic and believable. So you're not just pasting on a fake smile and going, I look great. I, I'm a wonderful weight. I'm so happy with the way I look because you're not believe your heart isn't feeling that your brain is not believing that, you know, it's calling BS. <laughs> so that mantra is not going to work. It's not going to sink in. But what you can do is think about, okay, what is the truth of this situation? Okay, I look in the mirror. I don't like how I look. But what if you're trying really hard? What if you have made some positive changes and you say to yourself, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I've already gotten started. So look at me, look what I'm already doing. Or it could be focus on one part that you do like, you know, focus on if you have a great smile, if you love your hair, if you, you know, like your fingernails, like any, you know, any part of you that you're really happy with. And it doesn't have to be physical. It could be, I am, look how, look what a badass I am at my job. You know, look how I've killed it at my career or I'm such a great mom. You know, it's just like focusing on truth, truthful things that you actually do believe. Because like you said, we always tend to blow up the negative and then we keep bombarding ourselves with that every day over and over again. So what if we just focus on some positives? What if we focus on a positive aspect or if it's one particular area that you really want to change your, you know, we want to change our body image. We don't want to be so self-critical. And so if that's the case, make your mantra just incrementally better, not full on, oh my gosh, I look amazing. But wow, I went for a walk yesterday. I'm making progress. I took up swimming a while back, um, several years ago, because I was having, I had some knee surgery and I wasn't able to exercise the way I wanted to. <laughs> and it was, you know, swimming is kind of an ordeal because you have to 
get on a bathing suit and go to a pool and get all wet. And, you know, it's, it's not as quick as stepping outside to take a walk. Yeah. And and, and the only pool near me was only open from five to 7am. So you had to be out of the pool done by 7am. And I had fairly young kids at the time. So, I mean, just to drag myself out of bed and get myself to that pool, especially in the winter time. Oh, I <laughs> and bet. I would, yeah, I would sit on the edge of the pool with just my toes in the water, like willing myself to jump in. And I remember one time sitting next to this lady and she was kind of doing the same thing. And she said, jumping in this pool is the hardest thing I, I do all day. And I was like, that's so true. It's just take the jump, you know, just take the jump. Cause once I got in and I started doing my laps and I started, my body started warming up and it's so meditative, my mind would clear and I, my energy would be boosted and I would feel so loose and, and relaxed and just energized by the time I got out of the pool. But, but you have to jump in. I love that. What a great analogy for everything that you do, right? You got to jump in at some point, you know, and it feels scary. And everything you just said, dipping a toe in, you know, maybe that's the five minute walk or the eating the one vegetable, but starting with just dipping your toe in and experiencing what that feels like. And look at all the positive endorphins you just got from dipping your toe in. And then you, you decide to put your whole body in, right? And I feel like that's what happens when we start to be healthy, because when we start to be healthy, our minds like it. We're so proud of ourselves. Like I remember the first time I I signed up for yoga, like I felt like my inner child was jumping up and down. She signed up for yoga. Like I knew it was something I always wanted to do, but just never got around to just, and a girlfriend and I were like, we're going to do this. We bought the pass and we went. And it was celebrating those little things, celebrating the toe dip, celebrating the five-minute walk, right? Celebrating the one vegetable because those tiny little things get to, like you said, lead to the 52% change. I love that. I I just think that's beautiful. Well, we're going to break real quick, everybody. Don't go anywhere. You want to come back because we're going to have some more amazing discussion with Sarah Haas, women's weight release coach. So hold tight. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. 
Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to CarrieRowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, and welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm so excited that you joined us today. And we're here talking with Sarah Haas. We were in this great conversation about the thoughts that we're thinking to ourselves and these little tiny habits that we can do to help ourselves feel better and move in the direction of the things that we want most in life. And so welcome back, Sarah. I'd love for you to share a little bit about, I know your personal story because we've talked about it before. And your story is one of, it's just a great overcoming story, right? And I love the way you turned everything around from a situation that can feel so lonely and desperate to be in. Can you share that with the listeners? I think they'd really love it. Yeah, I I would love to. So back in my um, previous life, I was in graphic design. I wasn't in the health and wellness space. And I did enjoy, you know, exercise and I taught some classes, but I sort of just dabbled in it. And life sort of threw me a curveball. And I, I have two teenagers right now. But when my son was in kindergarten, he was six, he was diagnosed with type one diabetes. So you can just imagine all those moms out there when you find out that your child has a disease and type one is different than type two. It's not brought on by anything lifestyle related. And also there's no cure. There's no reversing it. There's no, you know, it's bad or it's good. It, it it just is. Your body doesn't make insulin and you can't live without insulin. And it, let me tell you, I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified because it can, you know, it's it can be life-threatening if you don't know how to treat, how to care, how to take care of your health and your wellness. And so I threw myself into it. You know, I was like all in on, I'm going to make sure. And, you know, the doctors all said, this is very manageable. If you learn this, this, and this, and you just do it, he's going to be fine. 
you know, and I was like, okay, well, I'm doing that. <laughs> and so I just, I went to every conference. I, I went to, you know, listen to all kinds of webinars and, and whatever. I don't know if we had webinars back then, probably not because <laughs> this has been about <laughs> right. 13 years ago um, or yeah, 12, something like that. Anyway, um, I started realizing you know, that we need, we need to make some changes. Like we're, we're healthy, but there's a lot of tweaks that need to happen. You know, we kept sodas in the house and we had always cookies on hand and, and I realized, okay, we've got to, we've got to tweak things and take this to the next level if we want him to be healthy. And a six-year-old isn't doing this on his own, the whole family. It's going to have to be a team effort. We're all going to have to do this. And so I just started slowly, incrementally making changes. And because a six-year-old, you're not going to all of a sudden go, oh, guess what? You can't never have a cupcake or a soda or whatever. You know, no more pizza, no more burgers. <laughs> hmm. And that was just too much. And so we started, we started kind of small and we just eased into it. And I figured out a way of living and eating that was very practical and family friendly and doable and moderate. You know, it was moderation because that's what it's all about. If if you're diabetic, it doesn't mean you can never have whatever. It just means you need to have balance. And so I figured it out for me and my family and it made a huge difference for everyone. And my son now is thriving and oh. super healthy. And, and he's a poster child for type one diabetes. And, and I realized that what we were doing, so many other people could be, you know, so many, I looked around and saw uh, other moms and other women struggling to figure this out and to make it work. And, you know, the dieting and all, like I said before that it just doesn't work. You just end up doing it for a while and then not doing it anymore. And you maybe you release some weight and then you put it back on. And, you know, I was like, okay, that that's not doable. Let's, let's, I've worked something out and I have got to share this with other people so that they can do the same thing. Cause I feel great. It's easy. It's just a doable, healthy lifestyle and it's maintainable. You know, I've, I've maintained it ever since, you know, <laughs> ever <laughs> since my son was six and he's, he's all about to turn 19. So that's when I went back to school and got my certification as an integrative nutrition health coach. And I got certified as a personal trainer. And that's what brought me here. And I, I love it because everything that I've done for myself has rippled out tenfold, a hundredfold, because I've been able to help hundreds and hundreds of women do the same thing. And not just get themselves healthy, but set a good example and, you know, motivate and encourage others and get their whole families healthy. And it's, it's really like satisfying. It's, it's my life's calling. So that. out of that, out of that, you know, trauma, out of that seemingly horrible situation. And of course, I wish it didn't have to happen to my son if I could take it away and, and it could be me instead of him. But I think to your message, you know, you can tell a story of what was me, what was him? We're so unfortunate. Why did this happen? We have to do this now. We have to do that. 
Or you can say, wait a minute, this changed the entire trajectory of my life. And he eats healthier than almost all of his, you know, teenager (laughs) friends and classmates. And he's fine with it. He's happy. He's happy. And he's setting a good example. And so that's, that was a triumph. That was a huge triumph for our whole family. Absolutely. And I love that. I love the whole story about how you took a situation, like you said, you could have been telling it, why, why us, you know, and instead you're like, well, how, how can I make this work? And I think that's a really great, great question. Cause I talk a lot about the questions you ask yourselves, how can I turn this? You turned it into something that's generational and now you've passed it on to your kids and they'll pass it on to their kids. And it's become a way of life for your family. And then you were able to branch out and offer it to other people's family. And that will be passed down in their generations as well. So that's, I mean, it's really a touching story and it's beautiful work that you do. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So I do have another part of my story to share. If you'll indulge me for a minute. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So um, in 2019, okay, I'm going strong. I'm in the wellness space. I'm, you know, I teach classes, I train people, you know, we're all healthy. We're, you know, doing all the things. And um, I got hit with a ton of bricks when I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 47. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. With no family history, no clue, you know, no high risk, nothing. Um, And, you know, being a healthy person, you just sort of think, okay, well, I'm healthy. I'm doing the right things. You know, none of these things are going to happen to me. You know, that's all for people who don't (laughs) take care of their health. (laughs) But um, that's not true. You know, that's not true. There are hereditary factors for certain diseases and who knows what else who, you know, we don't know why cancer strikes a lot of the time. And so I was faced with a huge, oh, not just mental and emotional challenge, but a physical challenge as well, because I was looking at 20 rounds of chemotherapy all my hair lost, you know, all that being a full on cancer patient. I had 25 rounds of radiation and I had three surgeries, including a double mastectomy with um, reconstruction. So it was about two years of treatments that I went through. And I'm so happy to say that I am 100% cancer free. (laughs) I am, you know, thriving and, you know, feeling amazing. And thank God, you know, I'm so grateful every day for my health and for the fact that I was able to, to come through it. That is an amazing story. That's what I mean about you being an overcomer and just, and it's amazing too, because it it seems like, again, you, you weren't doing the why me story. Um, which is a very, very hard thing not to do. I feel like when you're in that situation, um, it's hard to not go to that place and we can all dabble in there, but you know, we can't stay there. Right. Um, We have to honor the feelings that we're feeling that come up and, but you took that on and that's a lot to take on. And that was right around the, just to, you know, just before the pandemic started. So that was a lot that you were absorbing all at once. Was there any one particular thing that you recall that you were saying to yourself um, to get you through there? Was there sort of kind of a mantra um, that you said to yourself or something that you repeated to yourself that really helped you get through that situation? 
Yeah. So I do think something that you said is important in that you do have to honor your feelings when these things happen. You know, of course, day one, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to overcome this. And, you know, it's okay. No, I mean, I definitely went to, you know, some dark places. And that is just normal, human and healthy. It's healthy to be, to have grief and to have anger and to, you know, just to have anxiety and I did what I needed to do to work through those feelings, support from my family and my friends and professional therapy (laughs) and anything, you know, um, I did lots of guided meditations about health and creating health and, you know, overcoming. I even found some specific ones for cancer and chemotherapy that, you know, allow you to accept what's what is as a gift, because ultimately it is everything, everything happens for you, not to you. And sometimes that is almost impossible to believe when you're in the throes of something. And so I definitely did not have, you know, immediately go into that zone. I had to really go through some stages and it was off and on throughout the entire process because it was just so brutal, you know, just, just so brutal and not knowing, is it going to work? You know, am I going to be okay? And, you know, faced with your own mortality, but I focused on every day what I was grateful for. You know, I like what you said before about you have to feel the feelings of where you want to be in order to manifest that in your life. You know, you can't just say, I want this. You have to go to a place where you have it and you're feeling how it feels to actually have it. And I I can shift into that by starting with gratitude. And I still do this every single day. I'll share a little exercise that I do. But I would have so much gratitude for small things, for my bed, because I have the most wonderful, comfortable bed. <laughs> and, you know, I ha- I bought really nice sheets and someone got me some as a gift, some silk pillowcases. And when I would, you know, I slept a lot, I slept a lot and I was like, oh, thank you God for this, such a comfortable bed, such a wonderful place that I can rest. And for my home, you know, thank you that I have this safe, safe, you know, refuge, even for things like Netflix, you know, thank you that we have streaming and I can, cause I'm watching TV like all day long. And if it were, you know, I'm, showing my age, but when we're growing up, we just have regular TV, you know, those few channels Mm -hmm. and whatever's on is on. (laughs) Sometimes you have to watch the, the daytime soaps if that's all, but you know, just finding little places of gratitude and also just gratitude for all the love that I was receiving, you know, just so much outpouring of love and support from people I hadn't talked to in years from people I didn't even know online and i think just getting into that gratitude space really helps take you out of the dark and that's that's how i that that was my first step my little first step in in overcoming and triumphing that is <laughs> so triumphing. beautiful triumphing i like that yeah um it's it's like 
it's all those little tiny things. And, you know, um, we're going to break for a quick minute here, but I, I just love what a couple wise, I love everything that you said, cause it was so beautiful and empowering. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about what she's doing with gratitude, what Sarah was just explaining to you, because it does seem simple. And I feel like gratitude is one of those things that can quickly rewire your brain. It's scientific fact. There's been a lot of studies on it, but for some reason, people minimize it. They don't understand the power of it because they feel like they are grateful. And so don't go anywhere. We're going to attack that question right there. And we're going to get into gratitude because it is so powerful. And thank you so much for sharing that story from your heart, Sarah. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at dreamvision7radio.com. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit carryrowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life 
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm your host, Carrie Rowan, and we're talking here today with Sarah Haas. She is just an incredible wealth of information, and she was just sharing her personal story with us. That was so moving. And we're going to talk a little bit about gratitude because she was explaining how gratitude got us through some of the hardest and darkest times of her life. But we both know as coaches that gratitude is a little misunderstood. It's misunderstood because people feel like, of course, I'm grateful when good things happen, right? But that's not really what practicing gratitude means. So let's talk a little bit about what does it mean really to practice gratitude? You mentioned that you started from the first thing when you wake up and you start appreciating your pillow in your bed. Yeah. And I think what you said, it's so true. Like we think, oh, I I do have gratitude when good things happen. But practicing gratitude means going to that every day. It doesn't mean just, oh, I got a raise. I'm grateful because those things don't happen every day. It's about shifting your mindset out of the negative. And by practicing gratitude regularly, you know, it's scientifically proven to boost your mood and boost your mindset. And so gratitude for me is no matter what is going on in my life, I can always look at what I have that is wonderful and that I am grateful for. And so I, you know, I I love the, I've always loved meditation. And I want to say the idea of meditation, because I know it works. I know it's 100%, you know, scientifically proven to help you manifest what you want in your life to bring down your immune system, uh, your your um, nervous system so that you're not in fight or flight and to improve your health, all these things. But I struggle with it. I have, you know, kind of an anxious brain. I'm kind of a type A. And, you know, it, it's always been hard for me. But I, I keep I keep working at it. And, you know, it's a practice, just like gratitude. It's a practice. And so I came up with a little way that works really well for me. And I think it will help the listeners out there who feel that way, who are like, I know I want to meditate, but I just can't ever seem, you know, just sitting there, you know, trying to like think of nothing doesn't work. (laughs) And so what I do, it's a four minute exercise because to me, I just, picked that time randomly because five just kind of seemed like a lot, you know? I mean, they'll say do 20 minutes in the morning and 20 at night. Okay. I would love to be someone who did, who does that, but I just, I can't make myself stick to it. So I set four minutes as my goal Mm -hmm. and I literally put my timer on my phone next to me and I set it for four minutes and I take three deep breaths where I inhale a really strong breath to the count of four And then I hold for the count of seven and then I exhale to the count of eight. So that immediately gives my brain something to focus on. So I'm not thinking of nothing. I'm counting and I'm watching my breath and just the breathing. I mean, you can do that anytime. You can do that at work, you know, whatever. But that's the beginning of my four minutes. And then I just start listing everything that I'm grateful for. And I feel the love and the gratitude in that moment, you know, and it almost always starts with my kids, you know, I'm, I, that's, of course, you know, the thing in the world in my life that I'm the most grateful for. And then I think, you know, okay, I'm grateful that my son is doing this, this and this. I'm grateful that my daughter is able to blah, blah, blah. And relationships come to mind, you know, I'm so grateful that I have a great relationship with my mom and, you know, that she's healthy and, 
you know, I have a great romantic relationship. And it just starts to flow from there. I I start thinking about my house. I start thinking about my career, the job, you know, that I love. And it just starts making me feel so happy. And then the third part is I start imagining all the things that I want in the future, but I imagine them as if I already have them. So in my mind, I say, I have a wonderful, comfortable home that I love to come home to. I have close, meaningful relationships with my kids. I have deep, deep friendships with people that I love. I have freedom in my life. I have wonderful, beautiful health. I have a job and a career that I love and that supports me. I have financial abundance. I'm traveling. I am doing everything in the world that I want to do so that I feel those feelings of having everything that, and you know, some of it I have already, some of it are things that I want, but I say, I have this. And then I imagine it in my mind, imagine it and feel the feelings of having it. And I'm telling you those four minutes, those four minutes make, it's incredible. It's incredible. And you see those things start to manifest in your life. That's so powerful. It really is because you did a lot within those four minutes, right? You you change the chemistry in your body and that's the beauty of gratitude. It, it will rewire your brain and you're doing it where you are imagining the feelings and that's how we raise our vibration. Because, you know, I love to explain to people, it's like you're the, you're the little radio um, tower, right? And we're constantly sending our vibes out through our thoughts because our thoughts are electric, right? And that's what most people don't realize. You get what you focus on whether you want it or not. So if you're always focused on what's wrong, that you wonder why you keep getting more of what's wrong. And you just did that. You are rewiring your brain and you're deliberately sending out a message to the universe that says, hey, I want more of this. I want more freedom. I want more travel. I want more abundance. And you're already stepping into the feeling of what it's going to be like. It's as if you own it now. And that's the, definitely the secret to manifesting. That's really, really powerful in four minutes, right? What you can do in four minutes is amazing. Yeah. And it's important not to say the things that you don't want. So instead of saying, right. I don't ever want to have cancer again, I say, I have perfect health. I am strong. My body is strong. I am healthy and I have tons of energy because you can feel how opposite that is, you know? Yeah. And and I feel like law of attraction, which is really what we're talking about here, um, if you want to give it a label, is always, it never sleeps. So it's always listening. You're always sending that out. And we don't realize that when we say the opposite of what we want, or we're very upset about something, we're actually saying, hey, bring more, give me more of that thing that I can't stand because I'm right. going to stamp my foot on the ground and I'm going to pound my desk and I'm going to be so angry that I don't have it. Yeah. And, and when I was going through chemotherapy, I used the small step method as well um, because it's it's such a grueling process and the thought of not just going in it's a whole day process you know you're hooked up to this iv and you're getting medicine all day long and you know i won't go into all of it but you know you're gonna feel bad afterwards you know you you know what's coming because you you know i had 20 rounds so i you know and so the dread and the fear and the but you know i was just like 
okay, I've done this once. I can do it again. Look at all the people who have done it. Really, anyone can do this. Anyone can do it. Yes, it sucks, but you just do each day what you need to do to get through it. You put one foot in front of the other, and then the next day, if you're sick, you take medicine. If you are tired, you rest. You just deal with one one thing at a time as it comes. That goes back to what you said about, yeah, it's everything in life is so doable if you take it in small steps. Absolutely. If we don't overwhelm yourself, because I feel like we're, our nervous systems are overwhelmed. And you talked about calming your nervous system with this great little four step, four minute method. And we're, we're always being bombarded, right? Like we're spending so, everything's pulling at us, pulling at our energy, pulling at our attention. And as we know, where our attention goes, our energy flows. So being more selective about what you put your attention on things outside of yourself, you know, cause we're constantly being pulled by our phones, our kids, everything's outside of ourselves, but to spend that, even if it's four minutes, that's so doable to spend that four minutes on just yourself. It creates um, something that you can take with you in every aspect of your life. It creates meditation creates this wave of calm that constantly is with you and you can bring it. You can become a better mother, a better teacher, a better leader, a better member of your community. Everything just gets better when you give yourself that gift of just those four minutes. Yeah. And I think that's a really important point because we as women tend to feel guilty and selfish when we're taking Mm self-care and that, you know, of course that's not true, but really when you think about it, when you take the time to fill up your cup, you are so much better. You're more calm. You're more energetic. You're more creative. You're going to be more present. Your relationships are going to be more deep and meaningful because you're going to be plugged in when you're with people instead of just tired and running on fumes and going through the motions. And I think that's just such an important thing to point out. And and a lot of times that is why women neglect their health because they're so busy taking care of everyone else. And, you know, if you're a mom, you feel guilty about going to the gym before you go home to your kids or you know, if you have a spouse and, you know, you feel like you have to do this and that just because, you know, whatever it is, you you have all these balls that you're juggling and we tend to put ourselves last on the list. And that is, that is the main reason that I see that women don't get healthy is because they have this long to-do list, they're last on it, and they feel guilty moving themselves up to a priority. That's really, really insightful and so true because I see that too in my practice, you know, because we're so busy, you know, I even have to catch myself because it is the way that we were brought up to feel about our purposes, right? It goes back to what that we little girl was told. And that's the beauty of it is that we can change that because like you it's the oxygen mask, right? You got to put it on yourself first before you put it on your child or anybody else. Um, and that's the reason that they tell you to do that because we're no, we're really, we can be so much better. Like you're talking about, we can show up and be fully present with people when we take care of ourselves. It's transformational. It seems small, even that four minutes to yourself, but it will transform your life. Those tiny little things that you do. And this has been incredible. Yeah. This has been incredible, Sarah. I can't thank you enough for coming on to the show. Where can we find more about you? What if people want to work with you? How do they find out about you? You probably have a great free gift on your website. Tell them where to get, get that. I do. Yes. So my website is sarahhaaswellness.com and it's Sarah with an H and Haas is H-A-A-S, two A's. 
And I'm also on social media under Sarah Haas Wellness and on YouTube. Uh, My podcast is called Boss Body. So I talk a lot about all the things we've sort of touched on today and more. And, And I know, Carrie, you've been on as a guest, which was amazing. And I do have a couple of free giveaways for anybody that wants to go to my website and grab those. I have a an ebook called Rev Up Your Midlife Metabolism with lots of tips on Love how it. to get healthy and get your <laughs> metabolism going again in midlife. Yes. And I also have a free weight release jumpstart course. So it's an e-course, self-paced. Um, you'll you'll get step by step how to start implementing some of the things we've talked about today and how to take those small steps. And it can really be a great start motivator, you know, to a jump start to to kick you into gear. I love that. That sounds amazing. So go over everybody, get your copy at sarahhaaswellness.com. And you can always go on my website if you want to find the link for this show at carryrowan.com. You know that. And um, and we'll link her there and you can find out all the information, read her bio again and get to her website and sign up for those free gifts today. And thank you for sharing your heart and your beautiful stories with us today. I know everybody's walking away with, with a morsel of something, whatever resonated with them most because it was quite a beautiful chat. So thank you so much, everybody. And remember, remember. It's never too late to live your best story. And come on over to my site if you want to find out where you can get this episode. Go to carryrowan.com and click on the podcast tab up top, and you can find out all the information about Sarah there. And thank you so much for tuning in to Look for the Good, everybody. Take care. Be well. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on Demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.